Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This I'm good. I'm so sorry that I'm a couple of minutes late. Uh, I couldn't find your phone number, so I was calling oh. your uh, workspace, and, and then I, I just found it. I think oh, what happened no. is that it really threw me off that the uh, the area code is so different. I threw you off because what? Your area code. See the oh, your different. work numbers. Yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like, that's not the number, and I was like, okay, but you know that it was. <laughs> well, we're just one town from the business, uh, but the area codes in the two towns are are different. <laughs> ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I uh, started out my morning. I went to um, uh, BNI, you know, business networking meeting somebody invited me to, which I had belonged to several years ago a different chapter but it was it was actually good it always excites me 
Great. That's wonderful. Do you like networking? Um, I'm I'm beginning to actually. I I didn't um, years ago, but I'm I'm really starting to come out of my shell a bit in the past couple years. So it's been I've enjoyed it a lot more than I used to. I don't get nervous or or my stomach used to get all excited and nervous before I would attend something like that. Now I don't even think about it. I just go. So yeah, yeah. Wonderful. And congratulations again for joining the Tapping Into Wealth program. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's um, I, it's exciting. Uh, I'm a little nervous about everything, but um, I'm, I'm I think it's actually wonderful. So I'm I'm excited about it. Oh, I think you're gonna love it. You're really gonna thank love you. it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be you know pushing and stretching, but that's that's the point of it, right? Yeah. Well, and that's what my husband and I have been doing a lot of that this past year, and and um, I just certainly see the benefits of it. For both of yeah. us, so um, it's, it's 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 you know it's it's exhausting in some ways, but it's so worth it. So absolutely, yeah, and it's so wonderful that you're doing it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, I don't think I told you before, but um, I got started um, a couple years ago with um, I was listening to Jack Canfield and uh-huh. his book, The Success Principles, and. Um, you know, I went to my came to my husband and I said, "Listen, you know, we we're really stuck right now. I think we need some help, and um, I really want to do this coaching and uh, with his program that he offered." And so the woman called us on the phone. We kind of they interview you, and um, you know, my husband's very nervous about spending any money on anything that's not a necessity. And I said, "We need to do this," and. He was okay with it, and and they allowed us to be coached together. So it was started the whole process, and I think he certainly saw the value in it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we started with with. I, I had been coached quite twice before in my life, so I wasn't new to coaching, but I was, was in such a different place, and now I'm even in a more <laughs> in, in an even better place. So I I think it just keeps getting better and better. That's great. That's great. And so, yeah, so happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. So we can have, uh, we can do one of two things. I think that we talked about it, um, that we could do either a money map or we can do, um, yeah, that's true. You shared with me that you did not get the beginning of the money map, right? Um, I did. I listened to it. Um, oh, she did, did okay. a replay of it on Monday. So I listened to, I had missed the first half hour the first time because I didn't, for some reason, I didn't get a link to get into the thing. But they got back to me very quickly with that. So I missed about a half hour. But uh, I decided when they did the replay that I wanted to listen to it again. I thought I would just listen to the first half hour. But I realized that by the time I got into um into the uh, webinar the first time that my mind wasn't in, uh, in in it too well because I'd missed so much of it. So it was worth it. I listened to the whole thing again. So, yeah, I've, I've done it um, twice more or less now, and um, so maybe we could do the other thing that you were going to yeah. recommend. Sure. Yeah, we could do, definitely do an outrageous goal. Mm-hmm. And, and the way I want to tell you that um, – that I work with Margaret think is like I, I really use them as almost like a jumping board. So I, we're going to do the process together, um, and we'll see where it leads us, right? So that's a, the beauty for me of working one-on-one versus in a program. When I do programs, um, I just have to you know do the process, and I accompany people 
but it's not the level of depth or healing that one-on-one allows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the the concept of the and, and I think it's fabulous. I mean, creating. I was just writing a, a little blog about spring because I think this is it's in the air for me right now. And uh, today is supposed to get to 50 degrees, so I'm so excited. <laughs> today is the first what? To, it's supposed to get to 50 degrees. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I know, my husband is in California visiting her dad, and he was like 80 a couple of days ago, and I'm like, don't tell me about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just very, very content with 50. And, you know, yeah, yep, absolutely. So I think it's a beautiful. The reason that I meet, uh, that I share that is because I feel like um, it's very much the, the same energy. Like spring is about expanding and and growing and really, I mean, getting out of our comfort zone, right? So, so talking about creating a not just a goal but an outrageous goal, it's, it really gets us in touch with that energy of like getting out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So. So I would invite you to just close your eyes for a moment and get in touch with this new journey that you're embarking on and your desire to share with people, bring in healing, mentoring, and coaching to those people that really are waiting for you. Right there. And to see yourself in that space already. Just maybe it's a few months from now, maybe it's, you know, a year or two from now. But in that space where you're you're actually working, doing the work that you love. You're impacting people. I want you to notice that you're just opening and you can even make that motion with your arms, just opening your chest to receive more. Receive ideas, wonderful people that want to work with you, people that support you and encourage you to do this work. And also money. I want you to really notice that you open your energy to receive abundance. And take a really wonderful breath and see... How much would you like to make? Like, what would be a number that would allow you to feel, you know, beyond comfortable? Like you're you're able to not only pay for your regular, you know, expenses and so on, but really start doing things that you love doing, allowing yourself maybe working less hours or taking a day off here and there traveling if that's what you like doing or practicing your hobbies. Mm-hmm. What would that number be? And if possible, I know that we're in tax season, so we know how much it is you know, <laughs> monthly. <laughs> so but I think it's important to create a number that is a, a monthly income uh, just because we do have an idea of the expenses that we have monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it keeps it, you know, it keeps it a, um, what would that number be for you? So, so um, it would be, I'd say, twelve thousand a month. Okay, wonderful. 
And how does this number, when you, and I invite you to write it down. I hope you have yep, pen and paper. <laughs> great, wonderful, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does this number feel? Well, when you see it right there in black and white, what, what comes up for you? What sensations do you notice if you were to scan your body? Um, nervousness, I guess. That um, I, I find it hard to believe that I could actually create that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but excited, too, actually, at the possibilities, I guess. Yeah. And, and tell me a little... Um, Tell me a little bit more about this that you hard to find to believe that you can make that. How? Tell me, and because see, uh, there's always the excitement comes and the the lovely feeling of oh my god, that's going to be so great. But I really want to pay attention to this nervousness because that is actually what's standing in the way, right? What's getting in the way? Exactly. What's getting in the way? What is really you know creating? This Supporting a certain belief system has to do with this nervousness in your body. I invite you to just tune. Yes, does that make sense? Yeah, like I'm. I'm thinking about my capability. Am I able to 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 do that? Yeah. Um, I guess that's the uh, the thing that comes to mind is that uh, my confidence level. Yes. And I'm not confident about myself. And you see, yes, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say in my abilities. Yeah. Now, is this something that uh, is coming up, you feel, because because you're you're relatively new to to this area? Or do you think that this is something that comes up when you do embark on something new or... In general, it's something that I think. In general, it's something that yeah. I I feel. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It has. It doesn't have so much to do with this particular thing. It's in my my business um, that I already have. I just don't. You know, although I feel like I have all the tools that I need, I feel like I I I don't uh, show it to customers. My confidence. I, there's something holding me back all the time. Yeah. So there, there's something that is really, and if you were to really connect with that, mm-hmm. and you close your eyes and you just invite your your mind to show you, just very kindly, what might be the source of this insecurity, this nervousness, this lack of confidence. <laughs> Just stay with the the sensation and allow your mind to take you there. Sometimes it's a memory that comes up. Sometimes it's just an idea. But just allow yourself to be guided. Well, I think... It's um, that I feel invisible sometimes to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of six girls in my family, and I was the second youngest. So mm-hmm. I, I've been feeling like, like lately like it's related to that, that I was just one of the girls, you know, that people didn't see me as an individual, but I was one of the girls. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can I can totally see that that you're just one more, right? I mean, among so many girls, it's like what, and yet it's like now you're trying to find your uniqueness and what is something that is really important to you. Mm-hmm. So this this feeling is coming right up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I I kind of think I always was trying to prove that I was as good as you know my oldest sibling who was really really smart. I mean, I don't really think I realized it at the time though. I I I think I'm realizing it now that I'm an adult. You know, almost sixty. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That um, even though I didn't think about it, I feel like there was a competitive aspect of you know trying to be as good. Well, you know, you probably right, but you know what I'm guessing is that as you're as you you have a lot more tools and awareness, and you know, your mind. One one of the things that I've noticed is that our mind allows us to get to and gives us access to things as we are ready for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what I'm guessing is that you notice that your your older sister who was she was getting attention for being smart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So in the little girls, you know, I said little girls, you know, was like, wait, I I really would like some attention. I would love to be the focus for a bit, and I can see that she's doing it by being smart. I'm going to try that too. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it makes it makes absolute sense. I mean, if she were pretty and were to you know dress all in a certain way, you probably would have tried that. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I never yeah. thought about it that way before. Uh-huh. Right. So as we get in touch with these, I can see how for you to really shine with your own brilliance. Uh, is both, I'm guessing, challenging because you're not used to it. Uh, you were part of the group. But at the same time, I wonder if there was any way in which being part of the group actually provided safety as well. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that that's true as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was actually something that was easy to uh, hide myself behind, I guess, now that you put it in that respect. I never thought about that either. Yeah. That um, it 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 did uh, protect me from having to, well, what I thought was protection, I guess, uh, to yeah. have to um, to let people see who I really was. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And how much do you think that that will impact you when you really want to? speak out, like when you're talking about either networking, but even presenting yourself, right, giving a talk or something like that, where it's really it's really going to impact your, I mean, your visibility, your income, your level of authority and confidence, how you come across, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And, uh, and I'm, also, I'm also curious if at some point one of the things that might have happened um, and this happens to all of us, right? But in your setting, I think it might have been even stronger that if at some point you tried something different, you might have gotten negative attention for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm, I think that that's, uh, 
I, 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 that's interesting. Okay, I think that because of I, I felt like maybe I wasn't as smart as my sister. That I was going to be independent. That was going to be mm-hmm. that was going to be my thing. I was going to be different. So I was going to I was going to be the one that didn't uh, follow the path, so to speak, of of everybody else. So, and and I think I was cutting in touch with this recently with my husband because, um, and just to give you some more background, I'm I'm Jewish. My, mm-hmm. my I was raised Jewish, and um, and but we weren't really religious. It was more of a cultural thing in in my family, and so we did celebrate the holidays, but. Um, we didn't go even belong to a temple, but we went to Hebrew school. You know, as a kid, I went four nights a week when I was really young until I was older. Then we went twice a week. And so I went through high school to Hebrew school, but there was not the really religious. It was more just learning culturally stuff. So, but um, as an adult, I, my boyfriends were always not Jewish, and I think that mm. that was my acting out in a sense. And I just got in touch with this recently, that um, I was um, I was not following. I I, I think that um, I let my parents down, my family down, by not mm. um, being with somebody who was Jewish. And then I never right. had kids, so that was another thing I feel like I disappointed people about. Mm. And is your your current husband? He's not Jewish either. I'm sorry. Say that again. Your husband? He's not Jewish either. No, right. He's not Jewish either. Right. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I um, I am Jewish as well. Oh. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And I grew up in a, but I did not grow up with the. It was also like yours, similar, but even less. Mm-hmm. It was a cultural and it was a spiritual sense, but not the mm-hmm. religious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand what you're talking about, and then at the same time, I can see how that's exactly what we're, we were talking about a moment ago. That you decided to be different in a way that actually created some, you know, hurt or pain, and maybe even some possible some criticism from your family. Mm-hmm. Nothing overt, but um, but I think it. It was probably there. I mean, I, I, or maybe I projected it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was there from my mom for sure. Even probably from my father, but less so. Even from my siblings in a way. I mean, I, yeah. yeah so okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's interesting because I just got in touch with that when I think it was something that I read in Margaret's book actually which I went out and bought this weekend um, about letting people, you know, uh, maybe it had to do with the chakras, and maybe it was in a video. She said something about um, uh, not honoring the truth of your family or something like that, and that's yes. when that hit me. Yeah, and also two energies that are really powerful that you're going to read in the book and throughout her training is that the energies of loyalty yes, and loyalty. Right. Loyalty is huge and also and or rebellion. Sometimes even as being rebellious can also carry a certain energy that interferes with us creating what we really want. I'm sorry, being being what? Rebellious. Rebelling against rebellion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I know, I know I have an accent and sometimes it's just not not, I I totally 
Yeah, that's okay. My hearing isn't 100%, so between the two. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you your know, English is fine. It's very good, actually. But Thank you. No, I'm very, I'm very happy to be asked. It's something that I'm used to it, and I, I really honor it because I'm very aware of it. Oh, your um, accent is beautiful, by the way. I love it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, the, that energy. See, you actually went, um, in, in, and again, it makes a lot of sense that you decided to stand out, and you did it in a way that that brought, you know, maybe like you said, I. I feel like when a family defines itself a certain way, anybody that breaks out of that, even if it's in a subtle way and, you know, people are very, in general, very accepting, there's a slight energy that is like, mm, you're doing things differently. It's, 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 that's not totally okay, mm-hmm. right? So, so going back going back to your number after chatting about it, um, I would like you to, I'm going to do something, and this is part of the outrageous goal piece. Mm-hmm. So I want you to write down, underneath the 12, I want you to write down 24. So I want you to double it. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So as you look at that 24, I want you underneath that to write down the following phrases. And as you write them down, just again, just sense in your body how it feels. Like how true it feels. So the state, the first statement is, "It's impossible." And you can just sense without, you know, with a just a, a body, yeah, gut feeling. How true does it seem for you to to make this money? Like it, it's it's impossible would be like ten when you completely agree with that statement, or zero right. that you don't agree at all. Well, my first impression is the number ten that it's impossible. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna give you three more. The second one is I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give that a two. Okay. <laughs> and then we have yeah. That this is very important. This is wonderful information, right? The third one is I deserve it. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I I put a two on that too, I guess. Okay. And how about it will probably be a lot of work. Oh, well that gets a ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So this is really huge because See, as you look at these numbers, what they're telling us, and by the way, you, you're a typical, typical, okay? So don't, don't, you're not, you're not alone in these. The first time I did these, and every time I do it because I'm raising my numbers, I go to a similar place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the the most important piece is that as these, we get in touch with the energy that is really in your nervous system when it comes to really having an outrageous goal. Mm-hmm. The main issue is to address what is happening, what is the source, which was, we were exploring a moment ago about you know your family and so on, and how what are the energy that needs to be healed, that needs to be transformed in order for you to be congruent. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because 
as we know, and this is, writing is a very visceral, this is a very energetic, you know, nervous system numbers. I mean, if you, I know that if we started talking, you know, there's other people making that amount of money, so you're going to be like, well, yeah, no, I could, I could see that. It could be possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I could see, you know what I mean? Like, if we start bringing mind, that's why I always stay with our bodies, because our bodies don't lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And uh, if you're familiar with, um, I'm, get, I'm guessing you're familiar with Gary Craig, the, the founder of EFT. Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, never really read anything about him other than the beginning of how he got got started or came up with the uh, whole process. And one of the things that I wanted to mention about him is that he um, he he thought that affirmations or making powerful statements like we're doing right now is very important because. Right away, we can hear the tailenders, he calls them, you know, like what comes right after mm-hmm. when we say, right, I can I can do these. And then your mind starts saying, really? How the heck are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Because that is really, well, that is really what is happening, what is really present in the end. So tell me, tell me how, what, what, what's happening when you see all these? When I see all these numbers? Yes. <sighs> I have to take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, um, so you feel a little discouraged? Uh, I, I feel just a little bit, but I also feel hopeful. I mean, like you said, I mean, people are able to do it, so why shouldn't I be able to? But still, I I don't feel that I'm that capable of doing it. Yeah. And these capabilities seems like it's one of a, a core issue for you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, can do you have a guess of where it does it come from being one of six, or is there a particular thing that you you have? Are you aware of what it's attached to? Mm. Hmm. Not not really. Okay. But one of the things that, and actually, maybe we can take a moment to do these, um, is if you were to close your eyes, I'm going to try. I'm going to try a little something here. And how how easy is it for you to visualize? When if I guide you on some uh, an exploration, do you uh, have an easy. T- it's pretty good. Uh huh. Yeah. Great. So I want you to imagine that with your BNI group, um, they found out that you're doing this training. You now they're tapping into wealth coaching training and because you've been sharing about it. And so somebody comes over to you and invites you to do a presentation. Mm-hmm. And, and not only they're going to be having their usual group, people you know, but they're actually going to, invite a lot of people because they feel like what you have to share is going to be very important and attractive to a lot of different people. And so you're going to be presenting maybe at an auditorium or, at, you know, some, on some stage. And you really, they're asking you to walk them through a process so you can actually um, give them the experience of what it would be like. Mm-hmm. So what starts, what happens for you when 
when they this is the, you know the, this invitation comes your way, I start breaking out a little bit. Like, can I actually do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So staying with that, now stay with the the sensations and the feeling, right? They're being freaked out. And where is this freaked out emotion live in your body? In my stomach. In your stomach, okay. So really focus on that. And if we were to describe it a little bit more in detail, just allow yourself to just stay with it. I know it's not very comfortable, but just for a moment... What are the sensations? Could you describe it? Like, what is this made out of? Is it does it have a certain shape or weight to it? Mm. Um, a lot of movement, actually. I would say um, I don't really see a sh- a shape, but just uh, like energy-wise, it feels just like a, a lot of motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is there a certain color or texture that it comes with this motion? What is this, this is, What else can it tell us? It's, um, no, I don't really associate a color with it, no, or a texture. Okay. Does it have? I think of like. Uh, um, string or or wire or something, but not not because of the um, texture of the string or the wire, but just a lot of like currents, maybe. So mm. does it feel like this energy? Almost like is it like a, the current? Is it something that is circulating? It's just this energy yes, uh-huh. moving? Yeah, that's what yeah. the movement is. It's all circulating around in my stomach. Yeah. And it's, it's circulating, and is there a discomfort? How does it feel? Is it? Is it? It's not really uncomfortable. It's just uh, no. I wouldn't describe it as uncomfortable. It's just there, maybe a little heavy. Heavy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any tightness at all, or any tension? Yeah, actually, there is some. Tightness, actually. Yeah. Maybe like it's kind of pushing a little bit mm. or something. Okay. Trying to uh, escape, maybe. <laughs> I, I would say that. Say that again. Trying to escape, maybe. Escape. Trying to escape, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's almost like trying to like keep move you so you can. Where can I go, right? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So. As you, as you really are in contact with this, with this sensation in your stomach, right? This like feeling of her freaking out a bit, trying to escape, and all this motion, like wanting. Maybe it is about wanting to move. Allow your mind to just give you an image, a memory, a time where you first felt this way. You had a similar sensation in your body. Just stay with it. Just stay with your stomach. 
an invitation was given. Just allow yourself to just be in that space for a moment and receive. Is there anything at all coming to you? Well, I'm I'm thinking about um, you know when when or uh, probably when I was exposed to new new things, something that I hadn't done before, is the feeling that I that I that comes to mind. Like you know maybe like. Um, when I first went to kindergarten and I didn't know the other kids at school, mm. you know, that they were all new to me. And um, then, you know, I went through school with a lot of the same kids. So the next experience was probably when I, when we moved to a new new place and it was a new group of kids. And then I think it's uh, the unfamiliar, you know, something that mm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not familiar with having done before. Yes. And do you have some memory of what it was like to go the first day to kindergarten? I I really don't actually. I was trying to to visualize that. Um, yeah, the only um, memory of uh, like a new beginning that I could think of that. Um, was when I w- was in ninth grade, and I um, decided to to go to a, a new program that was kind of an alternative high school, and um, I got on a bus with uh, to to go there with all these people, and I didn't know anybody, and and I do kind of have a vague feeling of that experience, and it was exciting but scary, really scary for me. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the. Ex- I, I like it. I like adventure too, you know. So I like mm. to. I like to have new experiences, but they scare me. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And being in that bus was did it prove to be an okay experience, or did something happen that reinforces? No, I, think it, I, I think it was an okay experience. I think. I think I've um, put myself in a lot of situations that are new as an adult. You know, I've lived overseas twice, and I've um, gone places where I don't know anybody at all, and uh, I I like it, actually. I mean, I like exploring, and I like meeting new people, so. Yeah. I do get nervous. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that that is something that both scare you, but at the same time you do it, and it has been 
And it seems like it has proven to be a good thing for you in general. Yes, uh-huh. I would say it's been a good thing for me. Right. Yeah. So the the curious piece would be maybe it's an, a natural fear, right, that it's really um, it's just getting out of that comfort zone and maybe it's connected with what we talked earlier about being one of six and being part of like a group. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that duality or that uh, slight conflict between really wanting to be independent and be your own self, but the the insecurity or the concern or fear that might come when you're breaking out of the back of the safety of that space. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But it it doesn't sound like there's... I'm, I'm curious if there's something... My sense is that um, well, there's another question that I would like to ask you, and is with you know within your family being a very young girl, did you feel um, did you feel truly safe, and not just physically but also emotionally and spiritually? Were there moments where there was the sense that you didn't feel completely safe growing up? I don't know if it was a, a sense of not being safe, but I think it was a more a sense of uh, not being noticed. Mm. You know, like um, there were there were there wasn't a lot of a, a extra attention to go around. I I think. Like, I, I remember as a teenager, you know, a young teenager, thinking, you know, I had uh, this, my sister that was next oldest to me was always seemed to be seeking attention. And I I think I noticed that she didn't get it. So I think there was a part of me that realized if she's not getting attention and she's older than me and I'm the next in line, why should I expect any attention from anybody because if she's not getting it I'm certainly not going to get it so I just didn't even I didn't let myself go after it or or seek it I I internalized a lot of things you know what I'm saying absolutely and you know one of the things that happens when we do things like that and this is something that is so wonderful that you're um you're it's bringing up uh, because we're inviting, we're inviting your mind to share with us where are the points, what what is happening that is interfering with you really being seen and feeling like you can really, um, you can have an outrageous goal and you can really make an impact that would mirror back your worth in money, right? Because that's, that's how I feel. I feel like we're here to fulfill our mission. We're sharing our talents that are, you know, unique to each of us and the world just mirrors back our worth. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you felt one more, and at one point you even made a decision, maybe a subconscious one, but a decision that is like, it's just really not worth putting the effort into getting attention because that's not how it works here. Because mm, even if I put in the effort, I won't get get it anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, so that is also going to undermine your confidence, and it's going to be like it's always going to. It's almost like somehow you put yourself, you put a lid on your own brilliance and your own, you know, your own capacities. Like you were saying, like how much you can do. Right, and that that's um, 
see, I only got so far with thinking about that, which is what I expressed to you, but now you've put it in a different light. Like, um, in other words, I, I only thought about it as um, looking for the attention and not getting it. I never thought about the fact that, about the not putting the effort into it because it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to provide me with what I wanted, even if I put the effort in. And the last piece that you just said about um, tamping it down. Right. So that I, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's just so fascinating how what is circulating in us because what happens is also that since you were one of the girls, right, it's like also you may not have been, you may, well, you were not noticed as independent as what, what was special about you, mm-hmm. right? How did you, you know, like, sh- like what was unique about you? How did you, um, sh- how did you shine differently than the others? Because, and I completely understand it, and I have to share with you that I never work in any sense, and I think you probably know this, but it's not at all to blame parents or caretakers in any way. Mm-hmm. It's about... Um, you know, realizing, exploring, discovering what has been really creating your belief system in a completely subconscious way that is interfering with your desire to create what you want. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I think a lot of times I've thought about my parents and, you know, of course you, there's a part of you, that, a part of me that's probably blamed them, but on the other hand, there's the other part of me that's, well, first of all, there, that you feel guilty about blaming, so there's guilt attached to the blame. But there's also the understanding that they are were doing, probably repeating what they saw in their family for one thing, and they were, I think they were also doing the best that they could under the circumstances, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because it all does go back to the family for sure. Absolutely, and the piece that is like so the the part that I really work with, and that's why I, I I ask you about you know the little girl that still lives inside of you that is scared that she's not able to shine because she didn't have the opportunity, the practice, she didn't get the attention she needed. Um, maybe it wasn't like we sh- you know we shared a little bit, but there may be other instances. Maybe it wasn't completely safe to be different, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's like why, or or just not a good thing for whatever reason. It's like well, you're one of the pack, and you're you know you're safe there. That is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I bet that that's why you like adventure so much because you wanted to like push the push the push the limits, right? Like how far can I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's about just really listening to her. It's like hearing what what does she have to say? How was it for her? or this little kindergarten girl or this teenager to really need attention, to really, you know, want to feel unique and special and not getting it. Mm-hmm. Because she's the one that is like, she's the one that she just wants to be heard. It's not about uh, putting judgment on anybody, you know. It's about really listening to her and healing those pieces so you can truly own all of your energy, all of your talents, all of the, how unique you are and special and that you have the right to shine on your own. There's, you know, no holding you back. Mm-hmm. 
but it's it's almost like against her belief system at this point. Yeah, I I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and very rightly so, right? It just makes so much sense. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's it's how. So the um, and that's the piece that I was talking with you that I think that the program with Margaret is fabulous, and and I invite you to find someone that you can do this work, the one-on-one work. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were to work together, this is what what we would do. We would actually start with a process of you know Rachel's goal and go in deeper. Like, okay, what would it be like if you were to to do this and how can we allow her to talk to us? What is it that she really needs? Mm-hmm. And we would actually give it to her. Mm. You know, so she can feel that, yes, it's not about... Uh, and, and the other piece that I, I always find, I, you know, I work with really, I mean, brilliant people and very smart. Just, I mean, just like you. You're very, I know that you have a, a total expertise and you're... Wonderful at what you do, believe you know. Even if you don't totally own it, I, I mm-hmm. can see that. Uh, and I mean, I can see the potential because you share your history with me, mm-hmm. and you do. You have such a huge potential to share with with others how how to really own their brilliance and to be to break free of being part of the group and be their unique self. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the pieces is about, oh, so what I wanted to share with you is that we all find um, mind ways of understanding what happened. Like, of course, I mean, one of six girls, I, I mean, I cannot even imagine, right, uh, mm-hmm. what it would be like to have to raise six children. And so it makes a lot of sense, but that's yeah. an inte- it's an intellectual reasoning. Exactly. I mean, you can understand it all. Absolutely, but then it's uh, shifting your how you deal with it, or or really uh, getting over, past it, or over it, or something. I guess for me, it's about how how do we attend to the part of you that is still there, that actually absorbed all that, all that, all those beliefs, all that like programming, if you will, into your nervous system that is keeping you in functioning at a certain level, um, how can we work with that part, heal it, and give it what it needs, really feed it, Mm -hmm. right, in a different way. So you can actually, as you start pushing yourself more and more out there as an authority on what you do, that she really gives you all that energy because your teenage girl, the one that lives within you, has almost like endless power. Do you remember what it was like? Mm. Mhm. So it's about you know connecting with her and accessing that energy that somehow got a little turned down or turned off. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. This has been very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but just uh, out of curiosity, uh, yesterday I listened to the call. Were you? Was it actually um, live yesterday? Did you? Were yesterday. you on a call yesterday with Margaret? No. So that, no. Uh, okay, that's what I had a feeling. She does these things that she tapes and then um, then she uh, replays them as as if they're live. So I was. Curious. Oh! Oh! No! 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 The no. wait! 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 The, the phone the, call yesterday. The Yes. 
she it was live. I wasn't oh, was. there. I I couldn't make it. It was live. Yeah, yeah. She does oh, sometimes do the recordings. Yeah, because um, you were on it. Oh, if I was on it, then it was a recording. <laughs> okay, it was yes. a recording then. Yes. It was a recording of a live call that she did when she launched the program. Uh, yeah, that's fall. what I had a feeling. Oh, that's yeah. okay. I mean, she's utilizing uh, stuff that, uh, I mean, it was all relevant. It's not that it wasn't. It was just I was curious whether it was actually live or not. <laughs> right. No, no, no. You're, and, and you know what? One of the things, actually, that I wanted to uh, mention to you, and I do that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And this is part of like, see, because there's, um, and that's another piece that I wanted to mention to you is that I work in two levels. I do the the inner work, right, the the inner healing. But as that starts shifting and transforming, we talk about what are the outer strategies, the outer actions that need to happen. And they almost, it's such a wonderful thing because they work with each other, right? As uh, I have a client that I said, okay, let's start making videos. She starts, she needs to start making um, and, and practicing. So I watch them and I give her pointers and we talk about it. And we work on how hard it is. The idea mm-hmm. of being that visible, mm-hmm. right, or giving talks or other things like that. And one of the processes that um, I find so important is that it's actually doing those recorded things. It could be audios, videos that you eventually have programs with. Um, and that is one of the ways that when we were addressing, it's probably going to be a lot of way, a lot of work. If it's all one-on-one work. It can be a lot of work and it can be a lot of hours, but when you start doing programs and recording um, and recording programs, mm-hmm. then so you leverage it, your time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I was curious if she was going to do it live or not, but that answered it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this is, uh, so we didn't even do any tapping or anything. Is that typical for you when you work with um, uh, clients in the beginning? or No, no, I actually, I always do tapping. The reason that we didn't do tapping is, and, and I'm really sorry, I should have said that in the beginning. Okay. Um, this is, when, when we do a, a session like today's, it's more like an exploratory session to right. see uh-huh. exactly where you're at, and almost like a little bit like diagnosing what may be happening for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to, no, I definitely start tapping right away. And we do tapping and, and we do, yes. And during this um, type of thing, uh, are you taking notes so that if I was to work with you, you would have um, you would have stuff written down about, this is from a more um, interest level on how you work with clients and things like that from a, coaching point of view as opposed to a client client point of view well actually i do two things which i think you're gonna you're gonna appreciate it both both from a client and a coaching point of view one i do take notes i'm Mm -hmm. always taking notes but in addition to that i record the sessions ah uh-huh so, so, uh, so is that something that, um, I, I mean, it's okay with me that you did it, you recorded it, but it's something that you don't need to relate to the client as a client? Um, no, it's a completely, well, it's a completely confidential uh, way, and I mm-hmm. um, I don't use it for anything yep. at all. The, when I record this, when I have a client, I record the sessions, yep. I do it for, I do it mostly for you. Uh-huh. So it's not necessarily these, you know, these call. Um, actually, I have recorded these call, and mm-hmm. the reason that I that I do that is because a lot of people that have that I have these calls with and then become clients, 
um, it's really wonderful to have something to go back to where they started and then where the progress is. Wow. Uh, but part of the, and you know, and this is, this is a, so I have this as a com- completely confidential. And I think, I'm sorry that I didn't mention it. You're absolutely, uh, uh, you know, you're right, Ivan. Um, uh-huh. I should have mentioned it. Um, and uh, it's like the, the reason that I record is because I feel like even if we were to tap, right, and to actually heal whatever happened, we would go and heal, for, for example, who was needing attention today. It could have been your teenager. She was very clear about something that she decided, right, uh, when she saw her sister trying to get attention and she was like, this is not worth my effort. I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. So we would actually talk with her and so on. Uh, and uh, even though we tap and we do the deep healing, which I use more uh, matrix imprinting with tapping, um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I've um, heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. It, the, basically what it is is actually really we tap on the, on the child or on the, the experience, like who really had that experience, and we go and heal and where it happened. That's what I was... You know, a couple of times I said, when was the first time you felt that way when you were mm-hmm. feeling the discomfort in your stomach? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I tend, I like working with the root cause, you know, the root event. Mm-hmm. I find it a lot more healing. And the reason that the recording takes place is that I always recommend my clients to listen to the recording between sessions mm-hmm. and to tap along because it really continues to work on releasing what is mm-hmm. present. Mhm. Okay, that's that's great feedback too to know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yes. what use to record it? Do you have a you must have a special kind of program. Yeah, I do. I actually work with a program that is beautiful and is actually free. It's oh. uh it's yeah, it's called Talkshoe. And Talk it's very shoe. Talkshoe like I don't know if you remember Maxwell Smart like a, before yeah. cell phones. <laughs> Talkshoe. <laughs> yes, talkshoe.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. And uh, so I have all my, you know, my calls there, and each each person has their confidential, um, you know, number and link and so on that they can go and listen to all the recordings. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's part of the program that I do. It's it's really it's, it's a wonderful tool because people can listen again if anything you know were to happen. Um, it's really great for you, you know, for as a coach to go back and listen as well. Uh-huh. Huh. So. Yeah. Um, the 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 um how many individual clients do you work with or clients on a one to one then? I work with time? um I work with about um, three or four clients a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I, that's quite a bit. Uh huh. Yeah, and then you have your auxiliary or your stuff that you leveraged um, in addition. Yeah, so I have I have group programs as well, and I um, both in English and in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I have different programs that are, you know, either tapping into well, sometimes I have a marketing program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also lead workshops, EFT um, level one and two, and uh, advanced EFT workshops that I do with my husband. So those are local workshops. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Wow. You uh, keep yourself busy, but hopefully you're meeting your goals. <laughs> I am, and I, I love what I do, Sivan. Mm-hmm. I really love what I do. So, and you can yeah. hear it in your, um, I mean, you're, you seem excellent at it. See, and already I'm sitting there going, could I ever be like that? Yeah, I think, you know, yes. 
That's that's the key. You could definitely, you know, be absolutely. You're going to be your own flavor of me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I see that is the biggest piece for you to work on, and that's what I was encouraging you to. I mean, truly, I think it would be great. You did it before. Find a coach, even if it's you know. I, mean, I would love to work with you, but if it's not, you know, somebody else, mm-hmm. um, somebody that you can really start exploring and embracing all of you. Mm-hmm. Because it seems to me that there's parts of you that are that almost like when you have like either like a lid or or something that is the volume is a little down. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and you know when you talk about traveling and loving adventure, I can sense the level of energy that you can own, that you can really you know express and and really share with the world. And there's a part of you that stays like, can I really do that? Can I can mm-hmm. I really go there? Mhm, mhm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I I would like to explore possibly uh, uh, explore working with you, and I don't know exactly how we, where we go from here, but. Um, well, I'll I'll share with you like uh, the by the group program could be useful, but honestly, since you are doing. Uh, you're doing Margaret's, and I, I think that there's certain pieces that need to be individually worked, really. That would be the, the most beneficial. And um, right now, I, I'm actually, I have a three-month program mm-hmm. that I do on an individual basis. And the individual program, I'll send you the information so you can yeah, look at be... it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, it is based on Margaret's, like you said, exactly very similar to what we did today. So it's based on her, the tapping into well only that I go into a much deeper level. Uh, so you get you get six sessions. So we we meet every other week on the phone, and it's about 15 minutes to an hour, depending. Uh, you get the recording. I always give you some inner, um, inner work, like homework, or something that I suggest for you to work on, as well as an outer work. Like, okay, in these two weeks, I would like you to try exploring these. And you know, push pushing a little bit, but also negotiating. Maybe sometimes you might say, "No, that feels like too much," but I'm willing to do this other thing. Mm-hmm. Right, like little pieces to get you a little bit more out there, a little bit like, okay, starting to have clients or starting to explore and practice with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, creating maybe interviewing people about what they're to develop. What is it that is your who is your perfect client? So we would explore that. So it's the inner and the outer the outer work, so there's a little bit of marketing with it. Um, there's also a group component, so we're going, we have once a month we have a group call mm-hmm. and it's a bit, and I keep it very small we're you know we're very few because I do want to develop that very sacred and very core feeling that people can be vulnerable and support each other. We do have a completely secret um, Facebook group uh, also to, you know, share success and maybe Mm -hmm. challenges and feel the support from each other. And let me see, I I always forget something (laughs) when I name (laughs) things. And you will see it. You you have the whole list. Yes, there's Mm -hmm. a... There's a whole component that it's, um, there's a whole, a different series of maps that I give you. Mm-hmm. So um, and you're going to see that as well. So I can give you the information mm-hmm. and um, and you can, you know, let me know if you have any questions or any comments and I'm definitely available to respond to anything that you may have. 
Oh, excellent. I mean, you have been so generous already. I really appreciate uh, your taking the time with uh, with me and offering me this um, session. It's been enlightening. Of course, and it would it would really be a pleasure to work with you. I, mm-hmm. I think that it, we could we could definitely um, you could get to a different level of confidence, which I think would be the main thing for you to really own that. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. It's kind of interesting. It's, it feels like I found this program. I found you because I'm ready for all this right now. I mean, I could have picked anybody in the group, but sometimes you you know you pick the right person for you just because it's 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 waiting for you if you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh, absolutely. It has happened to me so many times that it's like, yeah, it's like, and it's also about um, openness, right? And the one last thing that I want to tell you is that what I have noticed is that as you break, um, almost like break free of different vows that you have subconsciously subconsciously made to yourself, mm-hmm. one of the energies that I start working with is receiving. And you already are amazing at it because you have invited Margaret and me and you have reached out to Mary and said, okay, I need, you know, I want some feedback. I want to, so you're in a beautiful track already. Mm-hmm. So I will send you the information and you let okay. me know. Um, yeah, let me know one way or the other. Okay. Um, and I would be very happy to hear from you. Excellent. Okay, I'll let you get on with your day. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank okay. you. Have a beautiful day. Yes, enjoy the weather. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.